What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I wanted to talk about the top bullpens heading into the 2020 season. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Going to jump right into it. Um, you know, generally, bullpens are a bit flaky. Um, you know, they could they could be reliable one day, but then completely bail on you and be nowhere to be found the next day. Um, yeah, so you'll obviously see pitchers who have some wild variations in their performance from year to year or even, you know, from, you know, from time to time within the same season. So it's tough to accurately predict which teams are going to have the best bullpens in advance of a season. It's pretty much impossible, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go for it. We'll go for it uh, using some some numbers. It's like ERA plus. I think that's going to be the main factor here. That's just the park-adjusted and standardized metric for judging ERA. So park-adjusted, league-adjusted, all that. So I would say that the top bullpen going to this year is the Yankees bullpen. Well, I guess um, if as long as uh, Aroldis Chapman recovers from COVID pretty soon, they, they should be the top one in the game. They have Chapman at the closer spot, then they have three setup men, Zach Britton, Adam Ottavino, and Tommy Canely. Um, but you know, if, if Chapman recovers from COVID, I mean, this dude, this dude's going to lead that, lead that combo. I mean, fastball slider combo that led him to a 36.2% strikeout rate last year. And then among relievers with at least 40 innings pitched, Ottavino, Britton, and Chapman all ranked in the top 13 in the ERA leaderboard. So the Yankees are going to have a good bullpen this year. Another good bullpen, the second one I think is going to be the Padres. They have Kirby Yates closing things out. Then their setup men are going to be Emilio Pagan, Drew Pomeranz, and Craig Stammen. And this is largely due to a couple offseason acquisitions. They got Pomeranz and Pagan this offseason, both of which were pretty good out of the bullpen, especially Drew Pomeranz. I mean, he's converted himself from a starter to a pretty darn good reliever. Uh, Pomeranz had a 1.88 ERA last year. Uh, in 28 relief appearances and 47% strikeout rate. But, um, I mean, if, if you're looking at, I mean, Kirby Yates, he was arguably the best closer in baseball last year, a 3.58 ERA plus, a 1.19 ERA, a .89 whip. So that, that threesome should be good enough to give the Padres very good setup core and then hand it over to arguably the best closer in baseball on Kirby Yates. And then the Padres are next on this list. Uh, another guy who, who's who been really good in high-level situations, that's Josh Hader. He's going to be their closer. But then their primary setup men are going to be Brent Suter, David Phelps, and Corey Niebel. So, I mean, the key, of course, is Hader. He's the reigning two-time NL reliever of the year. Um, although he did allow more homers last year, but nonetheless, they'll put up good numbers overall. 262 ERA, a 170 ERA+. plus. I mean, it's a drop down from, you know, what we saw him doing two years ago when he first came up or when he was like, you know, first making a big, a big deal out there in Milwaukee. But he's still one of baseball's biggest weapons. And um, I do have concerns about Hayter and him being overused the way they, they use him in the middle innings like a lot. And, um, you know, back to back days, things like that. Uh, they stretch him out for multiple innings. I think he's kind of 
been, I don't know, I think he's used up a lot of his good bullets. I think that's why we saw some regression last year. I think his best, his, uh, his best innings are, he's running low on account of the best innings remaining in his arm, in my opinion. Because I think just qualitatively, that's what we, what we noticed last year. It seems like just some fatigue. Moving on, the Rays, the Rays will also have a good bullpen. I've talked about this a lot, you know, how the Rays, you know, mix and match better than anyone else in baseball. Their closer is going to be Nick Anderson, and their primary setup men are going to be Diego Castillo, Jose Alvarado, and Colin Posh. And don't be surprised if some of these guys end up being openers at some point. I mean, that's what the Rays do. They're, they don't really care about traditional roles. They will just match match guys up so they can tally 27 outs however, and however method they want to do it. Next on this list is going to be the Minnesota Twins. They have Taylor Rogers as their closer. Their primary setup men are going to be Tyler May. I'm sorry, Trevor May, Tyler Duffy, and Tyler Clippard. So, wow, that, that was a mouthful. The, they have a closer named Taylor, a setup man named Trevor, and two more setup men named Tyler. Taylor, Trevor, Tyler, and Tyler. That's a... That's an interesting group. A little bit of a tongue twister there and some redundancy. But yeah, that group um, that, that group was a strength for them at the end of the year, last year. Um, I mean, Rodgers, Taylor Rodgers, he, he took the closer's role and gave them, gave them a heavy dose of strikeouts. 32% strikeout rate and a 50% ground ball rate. I mean, that's going to do it for a closer role. So that's going to be their, um, their quartet there. And... Um, yeah, that's going to be the Minnesota Twins bullpen. I'm a bit, I'm a bit um, skeptical about this next one. Mark Melanson, by the way, this is for the Braves. They're led by Mark Melanson at closer, and then Will Smith, Shane Green, and Darren O'Day as their setup men. The thing is, um, Melanson is officially labeled as a closer. He has a 119 ERA plus over the last two seasons, but. Will Smith has a 151 ERA plus in the same number of innings, pretty much, over the same time frame. He could definitely be their high leverage guy, but I mean, he he does have a bout with COVID-19 right now. Once he gets clear from that, he could slide into that closer role. I don't know. Mark Melanson has um has left a little bit to be desired in recent years, although his numbers are are generally good. It's just the expectations that were set for him in San Francisco were so high he 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 did not live up to them. But um, we'll, we'll see what the Braves do there. They have other options, obviously. Chris Martin is a good option as well. I didn't name, but he could, he could, you know, be there in late innings if they need him. And then at this point, like, I, I would say the next few teams I'm going to name, they're led by a closer. I'm just going to name the closer. Um, they're led by a closer who, who has something to prove. These are guys who have been good in the past, but um, um, had maybe a rough year last year and, and you know, we're, we're hoping they improve and or revert to what they've shown in the past. The Mets have Edwin Diaz. Um, you know, that that was not a good uh, year for him in 2019. Now, he's trying to get back to what he did in 2018 with the Mariners, where he was one of the best closers in all of baseball, but we'll see. The A's actually do have a good closer. They have Liam Hendricks, but the rest of their setup core is, is a bit suspect sometimes. I mean, it, it kind of betrayed them last year. Uh, Joaquin Soria, Jake Diekman, and Lou Trevino will be leading that group this year. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, and then last two are 
the Astros with Roberto Osuna, and then the Dodgers with Kenley Jansen. For Osuna, he's been all right. He's been all right. Um, for them, it, it's mostly them losing, you know, guys like Will Harris to free agency. They lost, you know, guys that I think – Joe no, Joe Smith is still there. I'm sorry. Joe Smith is still there. Uh, they, it was mainly losing Will Harris, who was huge for them last year. But um, uh, they're going to look to move on without him. And then the Dodgers have Kenley Jansen, who hasn't been very good since 2017. He hasn't been elite since then. But they did sign Blake Trinan as a set of men, you know, alongside Joe Kelly and Pedro Baez to see if Blake Trinan can return to what he did in 2018. Who knows? But Kenley Jansen hasn't really been very good in a couple years. So it's just some speculation to see whether or not he still has anything left. But yeah, that, that's going to do it for today. It's going to be my bullpen review. If you guys enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.